Play a couple chords here so people know that we're uh, we're up here getting close for church. Some entrance music here. Nice minor chord. <laughs> All right, everyone, welcome to church. Welcome to Genesis. Uh, let's start with a quick prayer. Thank you, God, that we can be here. We can praise you, learn about you, and um, thank you. Amen. When I die, don't cry for me. In my Father's arms I'll be. The wounds the world left on my soul will all be healed and I'll be whole. Sun and moon will be replaced with the light of Jesus' face. For in a, sorry. And I will not be ashamed, for my Savior knows my name. It don't matter where you bury me. I'll be home and I'll be free. It don't matter where I lay. All my tears we washed away. Gold and silver blind the eye. Temporary riches lie. Come and eat from heaven's store. Come and drink and thirst no more. So weep not for me, my friend, when the time below does end. For my life belongs to him who will raise the dead again. It don't matter. I'll be home and I'll be free. It don't matter where I lay. All my tears be washed away. It don't matter where you bury me. I'll be home and I'll be free. It don't matter where I lay. 
tears be washed away. to your spirit 
comes to your presence, when it comes to your voice, I'm learning to listen, to rest in your nearness, I'm starting to notice you are speaking. Good morning. Welcome to Genesis the Church. Um, as I always tell you, when I do this, I, I have an advantage that you don't have, is to see all your beautiful, smiling faces. And Beverly, I told Beverly last night I'm going to stand right beside her. This is a testimony time, or it's godly time. It's a time that we want you to share with us what's going on in your life. Um, that uh, you feel comfortable sharing. I'll bring the mic to you. You don't have to walk up here, and uh, we'll see what's going on. So, show of hands. Yeah. Well, while you're thinking about having enough courage to raise your hand, and I hope you do, um, I'm going to do something that Sharon's going to hate me for, but I'm doing this because I love her, and we've known each other for a very long time. Sharon Buttrey's birthday today. Yeah. I asked her, I didn't ask her age, you don't do that, but she's uh <laughs> Okay, let's, we gotta sing happy birthday. We can play the boom-da-bum thing if you want. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Sharon. Happy birthday to you. Did that get your adrenaline going? We, oh, we have a gentleman right here. I think his name is Dan. Yeah, I've known her for some of those years, um, but uh, yeah, we just celebrated our 49th wedding anniversary. Yeah. We celebrated it in Kansas City where we went to do a 10-day training of conflict transformation trainers, which is an incredibly intense training. I call it the grad school of the University of the Streets, and we had people from across the U.S. and also in, uh, from South Africa, Nigeria, and Myanmar, um, and Russia, I guess you could say, a Russian refugee, um, a friend of ours. And uh, so it was a really powerful time, but we got COVID just before we went. And then Sharon got the rebound COVID because she, Paxlovid, yeah, I, I'm not making any statements about that other than she got rebound COVID right after we landed. So she's stuck in the hotel room by herself. I got a different hotel room and, you know, having to do a lot of things on our own. And then when Sharon tested negative and was able to rejoin our group, we had Lily with us the whole time because there was nobody to, to care for her while her dad was at work. So we took her with us and uh, had some wonderful childcare. But it was amazing how the Lord provided uh, 
the folks decided to pay for all the childcare uh, so that we didn't have to pay anything. But Lily, you know, it's something seeing the, the world through a child's eyes. And uh, this was her first flight. And as the plane took off, uh, she's looking out the window watching it and she says, the, I never knew the universe was so big. <laughs> and, uh, you know, just to see God provide in a time which was a crisis for us, uh, something we felt like we had to go through, and it was phenomenal for the participants. Um, we're tired, but we couldn't not be here. And so I uh, just want to thank the Lord for seeing us through a tough time and making it such a wonderful experience for all of us. Uh, it was just really a blessing. Anybody else? Okay, I'll just tell you one thing, and then I'm going to give this over to, I don't, but I don't have my glasses on, Bethany. Where's she at? She's supposed to do the announcements. Anyway, uh, I told you a story about what's going on in my private life a couple Sundays ago, and you all prayed for me. I'd, there's another add a layer for, that the mayor has added onto that. So, uh, you know, when you before you go to bed tonight, uh, say a little prayer for Harvey. Okay. Well, I can say uh, all the kids, um, you're being excused right now to go to the treehouse and uh, enjoy yourself. God love you. There she is. Hey. Here she comes walking down the aisle. Da -doom. Thank you, Harvey. Good morning, Genesis. Welcome. If you're new, if you're a regular attender, we are so happy to see you today. Um, please take a moment to let us know that you're here. Either you can do a physical green card that you can find in the pews, or you can answer it digitally through the text that we sent you. And if you are new to Genesis, you can text new to Genesis at 94000 so we can get you connected and get to know you. We are so glad you are here. And if you do the physical green card, you can place it in the box at the back of the sanctuary. And if you brought your offering with you physically today, you can put it there too. We thank you, those who give online or through text or in person, we so appreciate it. And the summer we are doing, we are creating a place of belonging. So we're getting together every Sunday, going to different people's houses. And today it's me and Ryan's house. So we would love to see you. We would love to host you. Bring your favorite game, bring a chair. We're going to play games outside if the weather's permitting. Meet our little cats. We would so love to have you. And Genesis is connect collecting new backpacks and school supplies for any child K-12 through next Sunday, August 21st. So I am going to go ahead and release you for connection. Say hi to your neighbor, meet someone new. Again, welcome, and we're so happy to have you here today. Hallelujah. I'm doing good, how are you doing?
All right. Here we go. All right, if everyone wants to stand up, we have one last song. Slow me down, oh Lord, slow me down. Help my heart to hear your sound. Speak into my life, Lord, speak now. Slow me down, oh Lord, slow me down. Clear my mind, oh Lord, clear my mind. Bring me peace that I cannot find. Take my worldly thoughts, break my pride. Clear my mind, oh Lord, clear my mind. Wake my soul, oh Lord, wake my soul. Bring the mess that I've made me whole. Of this life called mine, take control. Wake my soul, oh Lord, wake my soul. Slow me down, oh Lord, slow me down. Help my heart to hear your sound. Speak into my life, Lord, speak now. Slow me down, oh Lord, slow me down. Slow me down, oh Lord, slow me down. Good morning. Let's uh, let's start with prayer. I got a text during the worship time from Emad, 
and emeds in Ohio. And he said, we can use your prayers from the Genesis family this morning. My dad had a stroke this morning. They found a blood clot on his brain. They successfully removed it, but he still has trouble with his movement and his speech. Please pray for no permanent brain damage. So let's, let's pray. So Lord, we lift up to you uh, Emad and his family and his, and his dad specifically. And we ask for uh, full healing to come to the brain and for, so for speech and movement to be released in his body. And we ask that your kingdom and all of its resources would visit this family today. That you would uplift them and sustain them. Provide all that they need. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, good morning. Um, you know, that represents most people's uh, weeks. We're out of nowhere, something happens. Um, you know, last week we were praying for Marty um, on last Sunday. It's Marty's roommate passed away. And so there's so much uh, of life that we have to try and engage and process as it comes at us. And honestly, um, you know, today I wanted to give us an, an opportunity to learn and practice a tool that helps us to process these types of non-neutral moments. Um, and so it's appropriate for us today uh, to be in this space together. But also uh, our desire is to really to hear from, to hear from God and that God would change the trajectory of where our stories or our situations are headed. And we believe that one word from God can change everything. And so whether that's us leveraging that faith for you or whether that would be you leveraging your faith for someone else, that's the desire, that God is active, that God is present, that our stories and our situations and our griefs, our traumas, they're not separated from God's presence. Uh, but sometimes we need to step back in order to recognize or to make space for God to show us where God is present. And so, you know, the songs today were about not being in a hurry. Uh, Derek and Dave and I were laughing because I said, Derek, you're singing a song about not being in a hurry, but it seems like you're singing it too fast. So can you slow it down? And uh, I think that it represents for most of us like this pattern, our daily pattern, where we know the things that we want to get done, or we know the things that are required of us, or that are our responsibilities. And yet in the midst of that, we're carrying heaviness or weightedness, or maybe there's even celebration, but we haven't found the appropriate way to express it. And so we push all of these things aside 
And then we get to the end of the day and we've accomplished the responsibilities, but we've actually spent zero time tending to ourselves and the fact that we have emotions and we're allowed to have those, the fact that we have feelings, the fact that we have disappointments or joys. And some of us are just so hurried to, hurried to get into bed, we'll take something to try and ease the pain or hopefully it'll knock us out. And then we wake up the next day and do the same thing. And I think that there's, I think that there's more to life than that. We've been, we've been calling it fresh bread. So this last six weeks we've been talking about receiving fresh bread and people have been getting up on stage and sharing, this is something that I've been hearing from God. It's actually rooted in one of our core values, this idea of hearing from God. Our core value of hearing and doing says, at the heart of following Jesus is hearing his words and then acting on them. We believe that it is our birthright to hear from our good Father and that life is more adventurous and robust when we say yes and respond to what we hear. At Genesis, we believe that God's always trying to get our attention. And that the purpose of that is to bring a more robust experience of life. And for those areas of our life where we're feeling death and destruction, that God would breathe new life because God is a God of resurrection. And in the areas where there's struggle, that God would bring breakthrough. And in areas of celebration, that God would bring affirmation and celebrate along with us. In Matthew 4, Jesus talks about fresh bread. Now this story is in the context of Jesus being in the wilderness for 40 days. It says, Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. After fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. The obvious expected situation. Verse 3, it says, the tempter came to him and said, if you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become bread. So there's a, there's a lot going on in that sentence. There's some accusation going on. Um, there's some challenge going on. And there's some invitation. And the, the, the tempter is saying, um, prove yourself. Prove yourself to me. If you are the son of God, tell these stones to become bread. And Jesus answers, it is written, man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. This is a, a super powerful statement. Jesus equates hearing from God to receiving nourishment from bread.
Jesus is making the inference that we need both daily. We need to hear from God and to experience God's activity in our lives in order for us to experience breakthrough, which we're saying is fresh bread. That whenever we think we're hearing from God, that God is giving a new nourishment to us. And it might be specific to a certain thing that's happening in our life, or it could be a word that's being spoken to something that's been happening for a long time. In Mark chapter one, we read that after John the Baptist was put in prison, Jesus went into Galilee, proclaiming the good news of God. And this was the good news. The time has come, he said, the kingdom of God has come near, repent and believe the good news. The time has come. So we wanna start there today when we're talking about time. In the Greek, there's two words for time. One of them is the word chronos, which sounds a lot like what? Chronological, absolutely. So this type of time is sequential or, or linear or um, you know, 3.30 on Friday, August 12th. That is a chronos time. The other type of time is a kairos or kairos time. And Kairos time is more of a time of a happening or a moment. So Jesus is not saying the time has come, meaning this Thursday at this time, and now the kingdom of God has come near. Jesus is saying that a happening a moment, something that is not neutral is happening. And what is happening is that the kingdom of God is coming near. So repent and believe the good news. And the good news is that the kingdom of God has come near. And so for us, as, we go, as we're going through life and we get the text messages, you know, from Emad, and, and we have those moments that all of a sudden, like, oh, my day was not planning to go that way. Perhaps it's you're reading a book, and there's a line in that book that you're like, whoa, that has just grabbed my attention. Maybe you're reading scripture, and you hit two words, and you're like, oh my gosh, those words, those aren't neutral. Maybe you're in a conversation with someone and, and they're sharing with you something that's heartfelt and they're crying. And you step away from that conversation and you say, I feel nothing. I have no emotional response to what they're saying. And you think an emotional response is reasonable, but you recognize you're all dried up. 
Or maybe it's something that's wonderful and you get a bonus at work because you're being affirmed for the wonderful things that you do. These, these are moments, they're, they're not neutral. And they're moments that can capture our attention. The problem that we have is most of us move on throughout our day and we don't actually capture the moment. We don't have a practice of saying that was not a neutral moment. My response was not neutral. Or their response to me was not neutral. Or the way that they talked about me, I've never thought about myself that way. Or the way that they talked about me, I've never thought of myself that way, <laughs> depending on the, what they've said. And what ends up happening is that we miss these opportunities where the kingdom of God is near. And where the kingdom of God is trying to speak to us and trying to shape us in the way that Jesus said is repenting and believing. Repenting is turning. So in a situation where I say my, my emotional response to that was disproportionate. <laughs> What's going on there? Why, why, was I, why was I so quick to bite at that person? Or why when I was walking on the GVSU campus this week did I burst into tears as I walked past a fountain? I've never been there before. But I was walking with my daughter and she's considering going there. And all of a sudden I was just, nobody was saying anything. Luckily I had sunglasses on. I just was overwhelmed with emotion and I just started crying. But it wasn't sadness. Here, here's the thing. So I captured the moment and I went back to it later. And I asked God, God, what was going on there? Why did I start crying when we went past that fountain or that body of water? And God said, um, it's because you know I'll be there with her. Like, it was a moment where I was like, oh, it's okay. It's okay for my kids to go to school, to go away to college. God's promised to be with them. And if I hadn't taken the time to go back and say, God, why was I crying? That was out of nowhere. Nobody said anything. I would have missed out on hearing from God. I'm going to take care of mercy. I got her. I'll be there with her. Like, I would have missed that. And so I would have missed that breakthrough that God was trying to speak to me because I have anxiety about it. <laughs> I have concern about it, right? Reasonably, I have all of those things. But in that moment, God wanted to say to me, hey, I'm with you, I got this. And so the, a practice of capturing non-neutral moments gives us these opportunities for God to speak to us and so today, I just wanted us to take some time and to practice this. So here you are, you're going along your day. All of a sudden, what happens? Somebody give me one. A non-neutral moment from this week, who had one? 
I just gave you one of mine, GVSU, walking by a body of water I've never been to, the waterworks turn on. What's a, what's a non-neutral? Okay, I see that hand. Ooh. Yeah, they were wearing the Chicago Bulls t-shirt. <laughs> All right, so Chris is going along in life. Boom, somebody's wearing a t-shirt that sparks in her an unreasonable response, right? So, this is what we do. We capture that moment, and we'll see if any of these work. Hey, that's a good one. We capture that moment, the t-shirt, but really, what, what caught Chris was your response to the t-shirt. Like, that's not reasonable. I have a disproportionate amount of anger about that t-shirt. And so we just want to make three stops. We want to make an observation. This is the part that most people will fail at in their day. So, there used to be practices of like the prayer of examine, where you would start your day with a prayer, asking God to examine your heart, and then at the end of the day, doing the same thing and making space for God to bring up any offenses that you've made against someone else or against God or whatever. This is that same type of practice, where it's just sitting down and saying, okay, was there something that grabbed my attention today? And then just writing it down. And you could do that you know, in the notes on your phone throughout the day. There's, uh, there's to-do lists, there's all sorts of things that you could use. You could use pen and paper if that's what you like. But just to be able to capture it. So Chris captured, hmm, interesting. The amount of anger that I had seemed to be disproportionate. So we'll say that the observation here was anger. Then we just want to reflect. So I knew that I had cried by the water. I didn't know why. I mean, I could have assumed it had something to do with, you know, my kids all growing up and me getting old. But I made time to sit with it and to say, God, was there something you were trying to get my attention with? Was there something you were trying to get my attention with? And I sat and reflected on it. And there were all sorts of things that came into my mind. You know, um, thinking, I got, started thinking about scholarships and I was thinking about um, like, will she have friends? And thinking about, you know, like all sorts of stuff. Not everything was sticky or spiritual. It was just me thinking and reflecting. And so after we made our observation, we kind of start to collect some data, reflect. What's going on? What do I think is going on in here? And then we want to discuss it. So there's nothing better than sitting with someone and saying, okay, I was out and about 
this person had this t-shirt on. My response was that, you know, the Chicago Bulls as an organization shouldn't even exist. It should just be terminated. I have a lot of opinions about Michael Jordan and how he's praised versus Isaiah Thomas, right? That's what you're concerned about, Chris? I've made this observation. I think my anger was disproportionate. Here's what I'm thinking. Here's some of the stuff that I've been thinking about. And then, discuss, what do you think? What do, what do you hear? And somebody who knows you well may say, oh, wow, I'm actually seeing a pattern. You seem to really hate all Chicago sports teams. Or they may say, um, is this different, you know, is this different than how you've responded in the past? Or are you sleeping well? Like discussion, it just starts to open it up so that other people can help you to try to discern this main thing right here. And this is, this is where we're gonna, as far as we're gonna go today. We're trying to take a guess What is God saying to me? Now, nobody is an expert in this. No one's an expert in being able to say, this is exactly what God is saying to me. So there's lots of freedom. And we like to use words like might. This might be what God's saying to me. Or I think this could be what God's saying to me. And so we want to hold it really loosely in our hands so that if God wants to, you know, take that away, that we're not gripping it. And so it's like, oh, this, I think God might be saying this to me. And then we kind of see how does that sit with us. So for me, and you, you're going to be your own way, so don't, like, look for this. For me, I felt emotion at GVSU which was not neutral for me. I don't care about GVSU. I've, I have no ties to it. But I felt this emotion that overwhelmed me and I started crying. When I, after I reflected and I sat with God and was saying, Are you, were you trying to say something to me? Are you trying to get my attention with this? For me, the emotion returned. And all of a sudden, when I was having this sense of God saying, I'm going to I'll be there with mercy. Like, I got her. Like, I, all of a sudden, boom, I'm right back in that space, and the, and the tears are forming. Um, and so for me, like, there could be some gauges of, like, so do I think that's what God was saying? I think so. Could I be wrong? I could be. Do I think it's something that God would say? Absolutely. Does that make sense? So sometimes a good litmus test is to say, is this something that I think God would say? And then even to say it to someone else. Do you think God would say, hey, Nate, don't worry, I got mercy? And what, what do you guys think? You think if mercy goes to GVSU, that God's there with mercy? Yeah. So then you're like, okay, so that probably, you know, there's a good chance that that's what God was saying to me. So today, all that we wanted to do was to give an opportunity to do this together in our sm small group discussions, to identify one non-neutral moment from your week, and then to enter into some observation, reflection, and discussion together. I think it's gonna be a 
a great use of 20 minutes of your time. So if you don't usually go to the small group discussions, I highly uh, implore you to. Um, I think it will be worthwhile. Even if you go and you just listen, I think it will be really worth your time. So can our small group uh, facilitators stand up, maybe put your hand up? So they're kind of in the middle of the room. So let's make our way to one of them. Um, if we can try and break the groups up into like, you know, no more than um, 10 people, that probably would be best as far as the discussion is concerned. Um, but let me, let, me, let me pray for us. And then for those of you who um, aren't able to participate, I understand. You will, you will not be judged. But I would like to encourage you to participate. So God, we invite your voice in your words into this space. And um, you know the areas that we represent that need breakthrough. You know the areas in our lives that um, we've actually blocked you out of. You know the areas that we long to be celebrated and it seems like that's there's silence. So we invite your spirit and um, your overwhelming and fulfilling presence to lead this time. And so we ask that your kingdom would come near in this space. And I pray in Jesus' name, amen. All right, F facilitators, please take over and gather your peoples. If you're looking for a group, put your hand up and I can direct you.